Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. I'm Dr. Jacinta C.K., and welcome. We're airing live every Friday from 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and also you can catch us live on Bid Chat at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Sunday evenings. And for our special airing on Sirius XM Powered by Genius Music with weekly times announced on Strategic Ladies. You can always check us out on iTunes and Google Play Podcasts. Listen in because our show will always give you a generational perspective and real-world opinions. Hello, hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Estella, and thank you for joining us today. Today, we strategic ladies are going to talk about a hot topic, and that's parenting debates. And uh, parenting debates, as you know, can go all over the place, and we'll try to keep a focus narrow. But there are about 15 or so different debates that parents go into Uh, And people, mothers and daughters have these debates, other parents in regards to children raising and things like that. So before I begin and get into it more deeper, how are you, Jay? Mindful check. Mindful check. I am feeling good today, Mom, actually. I just had um, some turkey burger. (laughs) I'm always Uh, happy after I eat. And um, I am doing really good. Um, It's a beautiful Sunday. You know, we're... We're blessed, even though it's kind of hot outside in California today, but we're blessed with the the beautiful scenery today and the, the sun shining. It's warm outside, so it's a good day for me. How about you? You know, I was just saying the same thing. I was out and about earlier today, and um, I looked up at the uh, hills, and, and where else can you have 90-degree weather and then look up and see snow-capped mountains? I mean, absolutely beautiful. We are just so blessed to live in a state that's so pretty uh that has the mountains that has the beaches and that has the rolling plains so we just we really have some pretty pretty area but i'm feeling good i I, i'm still uh sticking to my resolution and i haven't had any coffee i know you're so good i'm so proud of you i thank you jay because it's so hard every time i go by starbucks i'm like oh It'd be nice to just have a little sip of that caffeine and go. Well, you can always do um, the teas, and I know they're not the, it's satisfying because of us. Use, I think, you know, you get used to drinking coffee. It's like a habit to break. Yeah, and it's something about the, the I don't know if it's the term is, I guess the boldness of coffee. It's just something that's, the flavor is so distinct. And teas I like, but I'm very picky about my teas. I like really good teas. Too. And, uh, you know, you can't get those kind of teas sometimes at Starbucks and places like that. Not, no, no, I'm not throwing Starbucks under the bus. But it's just tea bags are not as good as... Well, you know, it's fine. Tea. It's like there's certain teas that you just like. It's, And yeah. I know, like, for me, there's the. it's funny how the flavor of chamomile or the flavor of jasmine green tea is different everywhere. So... Yeah. You know, you just have your specific brands that you like better. 
I know, I know, I totally do. It's just, um, but I, you know, again, Lent, it's almost here, right? We just uh, have a few more days and uh, we'll be ready for Lent and I will be back on track. Uh, maybe I won't take another sip. Who knows? Or maybe if I take a sip, it'll be so awful. I'm like, why did I do this? But um, but you know, it's interesting because a friend of mine said the same thing. She she said that she went to Europe and she couldn't get a good cup of coffee afterwards and she gave it up. So it's kind of funny how, you know, people say we get older coffee here. So maybe there's some truth in that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. Yep. So moving down on, on to what we were going to talk about and this is you know a hot topic and jay and i have talked about this as we both have been parents and i raised her and now she's raising her children and we talked about parenting issues right and right um, there you know everyone raises their children different you know um but at some point there's always kind of a cat fight between moms uh, on on agreeing on certain topics have you experienced like um I know with my friends, sometimes I've, you know, debated about what I thought was good parenting and they had different opinions. Right. You know, I, you know, I find that everybody has their own, um, quirks, I guess you could call it. Um, there's some things that, you know, I wouldn't allow my children to do that where I think other people, even, um, seeing like, you know, soccer, you know, the soccer moms, the people that I'm befriending there, how different, you know, kids will talk back and, and be very disrespectful, in my opinion, but the parents act like it's nothing. So it's like everybody has their own style that they, you know, some of us may find that it's, it's not, not appealing, I guess, where others would think that it's no big deal. Right, right. Well, there are like 15 different hot topics, and we, we, we can name a thousand topics that people are probably debated over, but there's 15 that there's an article in she knows and she, uh, by Katie, uh, Kavala, excuse me, Katie, if I pronounced your last name wrong, but it was a, in, it, it was an article that came out about 15 different parenting debates that get you in really a cat fight sometimes with your friends. And, right. uh, the first one is the battle over the boob. <laughs> How long should you, Breastfeed. I mean, um, oh god! But and I, um, I know that, like the God. I know so. And I know some people believe. I mean, there's been people that report that they do it till kids are five. I feel like if your te- kid has teeth, <laughs> it's time to feed them food. They're hungry, um, <clears throat> and I just think it's kind of different. But that's. I mean, but you know, for me, it is your child. I think that for a child, it's probably more likely embarrassing to be you know, you know, four and above breastfeeding in public. I just think that that's, it's different for me. It's something that I wouldn't do. I, I think two is my cutoff and that's even pushing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting because there's a debate over several issues of breastfeeding, how long you should do it. Um, if you should do it in public, if there's an age limit, you know, there's, there's so many things. Um, and, 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 it, it, became, it became a public debate. Now, interesting enough, you wonder how, you know, with all the laws that get started, if there'll be laws that govern how women, if they want to govern how we if we choose pro-choice or not, they're going to govern this next. Interesting thought, right? But, yeah, I, I just, um, 
yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I didn't have a long and dreary debate um, during the time I um, had Jay. I um, chose to breastfeed. I didn't do it very long because I couldn't. But she was on the bottle, and then after the bottle, she was on the pacifier. It was because she really liked it. And one day, Jay, you don't remember this because you were a baby, but I had to take it away from you, and it was really hard. It was harder for me right. than harder for the baby. So, um, yeah, but there comes a point where I don't even want my daughter to walk around with a pacifier when she's a certain age. I mean, I'm the same way. I feel like, you know, when I see a, a five-year-old with a pacifier, I think it's kind of like it's teaching I don't know I just think it's different I mean and, and it's a hard thing because I don't want to disqualify parents that do this I just think at a certain point I, it's it's too much um, as far as breastfeeding in public I think that it's a natural thing that's how you're feeding your child but I do feel that it's it's not it's not too much to ask to cover yourself yeah. yes. so that people that you know it can be natural but you don't you know, my breasts are natural, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to show them to the world. It's just it's just common etiquette to me for people to feel comfortable because some people may not be comfortable. And if you cover yourself up, then there's nothing to have. There's no uncomfort there to me. Yeah. So, so the second um, area for de debate is age is just a number when it comes to when children, when parents choose to put their kids in kindergarten and mm -hmm. they call it red skirting. And it's, it, it's commonly, you know, it refers to parents who choose to hold their kids back a year from starting kindergarten. Now, interesting enough, when I was, when I came, uh, when I, when I had birthed my child, um, there was a, a cutoff and I'm not sure if it's still like that, but if you weren't five, you didn't at a certain time, uh, a month, you, you couldn't start school. Is it still like that, Jay? I don't know. Yeah, it's still that way. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, one of my kids had to wait an extra year because of their birthdays in the, the winter. Um, right. So. It, but, but interesting enough, I don't understand why that's a debate. I mean, I, I, I think that, I think moms know their kids better than anyone else. And if, if they feel like um, they know when their kids are ready, because the worst thing to do is put them in kindergarten. They're not ready for kindergarten. They have to repeat it. Right. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. The, the next one is, um, and this was a big one, Jay. Mm. Vaccinations. Oh goodness. Um, <laughs> um, there is this hot debate going on around va vaccinations. Um, some people are very passionate that this should not be required. Um, some people feel like um, vaccinations hurt their children more than protect their children. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm on kind of both sides of the fence on this. I Me too. Personally, I feel like um, certain vaccinations are necessary. We know um, for a fact that polio vaccine, um, it, that did cause polio with certain children and certain things happen. Um, I, you know, it's, it's hard because I'm not a clinician and not even a clinician. I'm not a person involved in the trials to see how effective they are nowadays. I'm so hard for me to make an intelligent debate i know if i were probably going to choose between not having them at a young age and having them i would probably say have them until they get to school and then certain things i wouldn't you know what's your thought on that jay you know my my thing is i think that the bare minimum should be administered the things that are contagious 
Oh, excuse me, but I, I also feel that, you know, there's a couple that recently there's been things where I think it was the DTAP that just came out recently where it is known they, they have a factual evidence that it does cause autism. So those type of things, I think, need to be reworked. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, you know, I can't say that I'm completely for vaccinations because with my dog, I give him the bare minimum. Right. Um, I think that that's why he's so healthy. I think that, you know, we in our population and our culture at times we over medicate um instead of getting down to the to the real problem so for me personally i feel like the bare minimum um so that it's not contagious for like you know like for like chicken pox and things of that sort things that have been around for years where you know we've had tons of time to really know what it does but i agree I agree. Uh, you know, I don't believe in the flu yeah. shot at all. I don't. I, I, I totally don't. I, I, the only time I believe in the flu, sh- flu shot is if you're compromised. If you're older and you have concomitant conditions, um, then yes, the flu shot. But I'm going to tell you what, I, I, you know, it does not work for me. So I never get it in a year. Now, maybe yeah, if I, I, I place like the Midwest or something, I would maybe, but not now. No. Yeah, I won't. I mean, I, they try to, they try to get you, especially because I'm pregnant now, they've try to get you to do it, you know, while you're, you're pregnant. And even when I wasn't, I mean, I just don't, there's something about the flu shot. They don't test it long enough. Especially no. when that thing came out recently. What was it? The, some kind the new of, one. yeah, the yeah. new flu came out and they just put that out there too fast. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's see what happens. Right, so right. your vaccinations and me, I'm kind of on the fence like you. You know, I just wish that we get to a point where people will, you know, be able to test the vaccinations and know for sure without someone telling us it's a trial. Because we know with research, it can be skewed the way you want it to be. So, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to, you know, be able to be, more, be a more intelligent uh, consumer than just them saying take a flu shot based on right. trust. Yeah. I agree. So the another one, and this one, we're going to leave the little children and go up to our teenage years. We were going into okay. the 15, 16, 17 year old. And uh, there's a big debate uh, about teenagers and if they should be able to drink alcohol at home mm. with parent supervision. Now, you know, it's interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you go to a foreign country, kids drink wine and there's not hardly a problem. Right. So, um, again, this is one that I think is, um, to me, I think, and also if a kid can go to war at 18, then they definitely should be able to have a drink. I mean, they're killing people. So should they be able to kill and not have a drink? I mean, so um, I just think, um, yeah, there's this is mixed. And, and I'm going to tell you, frankly, when my parents raised us, you know, one year, I think we were in our teen, we were teenagers, and they said, I want you to taste this. This is what, it, it, and they said to us, if you do anything like this, you do it at home. And we never, right. because we never wanted to. So there is a debate on it, you know. What do you think about that? Well, you know, I agree. I feel like, you know, if it, if you, I'd rather my children be safe and, and do it with me. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't promote it. You know, I'm not, I'm not a person that's like, okay, let's, let's go drink. I think that the problem is though, is that you need to talk, talk to your kids so that they're aware of what it is and, 
and not make things so, so taboo. And I think that's what other countries do better than us. We make so many things taboo to our children, things that to me sometimes don't make sense. For example, like you said, you have to be 18 in order to, you, you sign up for giving up your life if you, if you do, you know, for the military. I mean, if you, worst comes to worst and you pass away while you're in combat, but you're not able to drink. It doesn't make sense. Right. So, it needs, you know, so it's kind of like our laws need to be aligned. And I think that the taboo, yeah. the things that are so taboo sometimes cause more problems. Yeah. And I think that you, I agree with you, Jay. I think another thing is, is, um, you don't want to promote alcohol, right? You don't right. want to promote it, but you don't want to act like it doesn't happen. You know, it, so I think it, it, there needs to be that balance as usual, uh, as we mm-hmm. always talk about. Exactly. So let's take one more before the break. I know we're getting close to the break. Um, the next one, and this one's interesting. You know, and, and it, it's uh, on planes. Uh, a lot of times planes, it, during the flight, they won't let you bring in car seat. They say to strap your kids in without it. And there's a debate on should a should you be able to bring a baby seat onto into the plane and travel with it? Um, well, now... Um, now it's pretty much kind of required to bring the baby seat. Okay, so that's a good. So recently, yes, yeah, so recently, um, and, and I don't know if all airlines are that way, but I know that the few, a few of them are now, so that you have to bring the car seat because now that you have to, that's what people are saying. Since I have to buy a, a seat, why wouldn't I bring the car seat? And you know, it's funny because you say that. There are also some people that feel that there's they really don't need it. So it's kind of like a debate on all fronts. Is yeah, I think. I mean, personally, I think you need it because I have. Have you ever had a like when you jerk sometimes or a plane jerks? It fly. It can fly you out. Imagine. Oh, I know. They, it's the turbulence, it's, right? Turbulence. Yeah, it's not going to to uh, to uh, stop it if you don't. So I agree with you. Yeah, I think. I think that. You know, my thing is, if I'm going to pay for a seat, um, I mean, I get what the parents are saying, because more than likely, I mean, I've flown with small children before. They don't really want to ever sit on their seat. They always want to be in your lap. Right. Um, so, more than likely, the parent, parents utilize my seat's not going to happen um, for under two. But I think it's under one. I, now, I don't know. Possibly for the very small ones. Um, I'm not sure if you have to bring a car seat on, so I'm not really sure. I know that for, like, the two-year-olds, people have been bringing them on from what I've seen. Right. All right. So I guess it's time for our break. So, you guys, um, hold that thought. We're going to talk a little bit more after break on parenting in 2017. We'll be back in a moment after this beat.
For the best in metaphysical, spiritual, and holistic programming, you're listening to InnerLightRadio.com, the healing frequency. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. We are here. I'm here with my co-host, Dr. J, and we were talking about charities, some of the debates that are on there. But before I talk about that, we were jamming, jamming to <laughs> so Michael jamming. Jackson. We were jamming. jamming. <laughs> Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston, and I just love uh, that song, Jay. Yeah, that was a good mix, wasn't it? Dance I want to dance with somebody and rock with you together. I oh loved my god! It. I know. It's like I mean, all of my wonderful artists are in another in the other planet right now. I'm just missing them. They just so awesome. And you know what we need to we need you know we and you know you're speaking to somebody that's not even from really I mean I was born pretty much in that when that stuff started coming out but we need some good stuff like that in this generation I mean I don't what stars I'm trying to figure out Bruno Mars is to me the only person that's kind of bringing in something that's kind of different I know it's so it's so horrible I mean it's like but hopefully you know it, it's coming back I heard some of that grassroots stuff coming back. And hopefully it will, and we'll be able to hear it, and we'll be able to do the same thing. You guys will be, oh, oh look at this. But I, I welcome you callers to call in and join our conversation. We're at 310-928-7733. Again, 310-928-7733. And again, we're talking about hot topics of parenting and the big debate going on. We covered a few earlier, Jay and I, and it seems like even though we're different generations, we're in agreement. Yay, on most of those. Yeah, I agree. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if I'm even more, I, you know, sometimes I think I'm even more strict than you are. Um, I think possibly in some areas. I think Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think so. I think, um, yeah, I think so in certain areas. I think there's certain areas we're def- definite on and we, there's no, no backing up on it. But other right. areas, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the uh, one, the next one is um, a big debate, and this is for our working mothers. and And Jay and I did our, our big um, our dissertation on this topic, and it's working mothers. And working mothers go through an awful lot. And, yes. and uh, there's a big battle on not just working mothers, but also those mothers that stay at home that people think they don't work. I mean, if you're working, <laughs> if anyone's yeah. ever stayed home and been sick a day, or not even sick but been on spring break, then everyone knows that every parent and every mother works. Right. So there's a battle between working moms and stay-at-home moms, and there's this bitterness between the two. You hear that. And you, Jay, I know you've experienced I didn't have the luxury of staying home. I, I felt like um, I wanted to, especially because of certain ages of, of, of You know what? I feel so blessed. I've had both experiences, right? Um, and now I, you know, I do a lot of stuff that's more you know, on the part-time basis where I don't have to. But for me personally, I feel that the, the mom's job at home is very difficult. And I do think it's hard to work, too. You know, um, so I think that both moms equally give their share of working hard. I do find it sad when I hear moms that either both ways. So I've heard um, being in different groups talking, in fact, somebody was talking about this yesterday, how she's like uh, people were kind of looking down on her because she has to work as a, as a mom. And then 
I've heard moms that say, well, oh, I have to work and you're just a stay-at-home mom. And it's like, gosh, instead of putting each other down, women should support one another. Exactly. And, and you know, being that we've been in women organizations, too, um, we've, we find that we've heard both. We've heard people right. say that and people, and, and no one's better than anyone. You know, it, it circumstances cause you to do that. But I think, I think I agree with you. I think it's both, nobody's, no one's less of a mom because they have to work or they stay home. You know, no. everyone's contributing to the development of their children just in different ways, right? One may be financial and the other more, um, you know, social, social, right? So you're still right. contributing. So um, I, I hate when I hear, uh, I, I shouldn't say hate, I dislike when I hear the debate um, that one thinks they're better or one that is more inferior. It just is crazy. And I and think women, it depends on the woman, don't you? For example, yes. for me, um, working full-time, I think, was somewhat easier than being a full-time mom at home all the time. I mean, because I'm not like some moms that have nannies and, and all this extra help that's me cooking and me cleaning and me you know I have you sometimes now especially but you know for the moms that don't have the help um you know a nine to five looks pretty probably easy exactly exactly. (laughs) you know so it's like it but it depends on the mom some moms I have some friends that were full-time stay-at-home moms and then they said they couldn't take it and they went back to work um so you know what I mean so it's just it depends on the the mom yeah, and I think that we as women should support one another. You know, I think that back in the day when we were growing up, those mothers that did work, we supported those families, the neighborhood. Right. And um, I think that that's what should happen. There should be that support system that we create as mothers united to, and, and mother and daughter. I mean, uh, Jay and I support, I mean, Jay um, supports me a lot of ways. You know, I right. her husband supports me, my son-in-law, and I support her in raising, you know, while she's pregnant, you know, helping to raise the children. So I think it's, oh, a, it's just a support gosh. system, right? You guys, she's not, such an awesome grandma. Oh, my gosh, you're an amazing and, grandma. And she's such an awesome mother. And I and, and so we support one another, and I think that's that's what it's all about, right? If you find out, I love this one church that I went to, um, supported the single moms who had to work, and they were kind of like a family to those people that didn't have anyone. Because there's people that are just, a, you know, God, I had my extended family, but if I had nothing, it will be right. Yeah. So the next one, Jay, and I'm going to tell you right now, I believe it's about <laughs> cat food. Even Okay. So is, is, it, is it good to label food for GMOs? Oh, my you know God. My, yes. You know my answer I'm sorry. I don't know why people we, don't want to know. Like, why, you know, because my thing is hiding it from yourself is not going to make it better. Just tell me what's in my food because then it's your choice. If you want to eat dog food, that's all on you. I'm not going to judge you, but I know that I want to know what I'm eating. Well, it's funny because it really, it's all about cost. People think that labeling right. these foods are going to cost more. In actuality, it won't. But they don't even want to research it. They're like, oh, I, it's fine. I'm fine. But they don't realize it takes years sometimes to develop diseases. And, but once you get these diseases, you can't get them off sometimes. You can't fight them. So why yep. not know what you're putting in your body? It's only selfish to not know. And not want people to know. I know. I don't understand. Um, I don't understand it, it has to be a, a money thing as well as um, when people feel like if they don't know, then it's not their fault. But my thing is, it, it's it's like you said, it's, it's just interesting to me how people work 
in a sense. I've heard people that are like, um, they hate not, uh, or they hate having the, uh, what's it called, vaccinations, but they don't want to know about the GMO. I'm like, okay, that doesn't make any sense to me. It personally. doesn't make any sense because oh. food is food is basically the purpose for food is to nourish our body and to heal our bodies. We can heal ourselves with food and to not know what's in it. Just I'm very passionate about that. So sorry, you guys that are not. I'm, I'm all for labeling our food. I agree. I am too. So going back to babies, you know, as you know, um, circumcision is a big debate. And okay. um, back in the day, uh, if you don't know why circumcision started, the, the that was one of the covenants we made to, to Christ, the Jews made to Jesus, their Savior, to circumcise. I, I guess it wasn't Jesus at the time. I mean, it was God. But um, to circumcise the children. Um, and there's a big debate, on it, and we continue that practice in, you know, in our cultures. And... Um, What's happened now is there's a lot of, you know, some people think it's more hygienic. Some people say it isn't. Some people think it's barbaric to do it. Um, parents get fired up about this, you know. Um, more and more parents parents are choosing to not do it because of the pain their children go through. Um, I, I see both sides. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm the same way. I kind of see both sides. Um, you know, I now looking at more of the the effects that it has on a a child. I'm I'm more so um, for me personally. Not not I I won't do it for my children because I know that what my covenant with my God and my Christ is. Um, and 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 looking into the Bible that you know it's it's kind of like some of the foods that were forbidden. God changed a lot of different laws as when Jesus came down. So for me personally, I won't just because it, to me it's like. Um, you know, doing the same kind of thing to a woman, taking her clitoris off. It's it's a painful thing. Um, yeah, and, and, and men do have feeling there. So for me personally, I, I'm, I'm not for that. And, you know, it's interesting because um, people don't, sometimes the things that they did in the Old Testament does, does not necessarily mean um, that we should still be doing it now. Um, mm -hmm. God knows our heart and a lot of things are by faith. So that is a big debate. Um, but I can, I, I can see the argument about it. But, um, yeah. another one, and this one, you know, it's interesting. I used to think this was a stupid practice, but I'm going to tell you what it is. Basically time out, children taking time out, but it really does work. <laughs> well, time outs? Yeah, time out. You know, <laughs> Okay, how about this? I think every child's different. Yes, that's uh, what it was. See, for yeah. for my for my child, uh, for my oldest, time out was like, girl, please. But yes. for for Nicholas, like it's like you're it's he he makes people think that you've beat him to death because you gave him a time out. He's just so upset yeah. at that time out, and that's what I. <laughs> it's like certain kids. Every child reacts differently, and if you're going to do a timeout, you need to be very consistent, and you can't start it when they're, like, you know, a teenager. I mean, it, you know, I think, and then I also think taking stuff away helps more than, you know, I don't know. What do you think about timeouts, Mom? Yeah, well, for, like I said, at first I was thinking it was kind of like, well, this is crazy, timeout. Why don't I just give a pat on the booty and say, right. you know? 
But um, that's because I came from that generation. But again, I do notice that sometimes, um, it, you know, a timeout really does work. And, and maybe not a timeout necessarily going to the, a corner. Um, that can work too, but the timeout away from things, like timeout, okay, you don't get to play with your toys now. That's a timeout. Right. You know, so there's different ways of doing timeouts. And I didn't understand the concept when it first came out because I had raised my child, right? <laughs> okay. That's you a good <laughs> Because I don't remember getting timeouts, Mom. Just saying. No, we got a little spank, sorry. I had um, a little spank. Uh, it was a generation, you know, it was like spare the, spare the rod, spare the child. Um, I ran so it was, green. Yeah. And so, like, so now it's like I do understand. I think if, I think that key to this is, yes, we don't, you know, I don't totally don't advocate beating the child. I never hit a kid on his head. Never hit a kid. A kid a, I you know, slap kids. Right. You know, the head is, I think the head is the precious area. That's your brain, right? Right. So, so I totally get it. Uh, if, if you can work it out with the timeout, I, I understand it. And I think that nowadays, you know, you, you, you're not allowed to do, to, to embrace your kids sometimes the way you want to. So timeout's a good alternative to be able to get them to do and act appropriately. Right. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 go ahead. Oh, no, I, I agree with you on that. I think every child's different. Um, but um, timeout works for for mine, especially taking things away. I think that that's yeah. like the I agree. That's why I say now I understand it because timeout can be applied different ways. But when it first came out, it was like, uh, timeout? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of out, timeout. There's another one that they say is, is when a baby's in the crib, let it cry it out. Just or pick it up. What do you think, Jay? Wait, what pick do you the think? Baby out? Time that you that you when what? I missed that. So one of the, one of the things that bring tears to my eyes and bring tears to mother's eyes is having their kid cry in the in the, in the crib. And some okay. people say oh, let the cry it out, cry it out. and other people say pick it up. You know. God, that was hard for me because I, I just really, man, I mean, I just really cry myself trying to hear you cry. I don't know. What do you think? You know what? I think that I, I don't believe in the cry it out thing. I, because I, I mean, if your baby's really screaming, usually it's for a reason. Um, right. I don't think children just scream usually because they, you know, especially babies. Usually they're like hungry, and you know, and I think that's where. The, this, there's a lady I saw an excerpt on her and she was talking about how she was trying to be so um, mechanical with her breastfeedings and, and, and she had a sad ending because the baby ended up I think um, passing away because of it wasn't like, getting enough nutrition and she was doing that cry out method and that's the thing I just don't believe in the cry out method I feel like you need to check on your child of course give it maybe like a, maybe about five minutes but if they're still crying I think that you should really figure out, make sure they don't have a fever, you know, make sure, you know, look, look and see what's going on. Yeah, I agree. I, I just think that I, and I think that, I think that sometimes too, you don't know um, if there's, there is a problem between, there's a problem that we don't know about, like they're either hungry or they're wet or they had a bad drink. I mean, and there's reasons why they cry. They don't just cry. So right. So yeah, that, your yeah, kids don't. Yeah. 
I agree with you completely. I don't think that they just cry. I mean, that's just my opinion, though. Right, right. Okay, so, Jay, this is all these mothering things, which I think is really apropos right now for you. (laughs) So the next one is, how about this adventure in birth? Are you going to do a home birth or a hospital birth? (laughs) You know what? I think that, okay, power to these women, seriously. Power to you if you can have no drugs, if you can be all natural. I've heard people, this lady gave me this book on, you know, um, being with God while you're doing it. Of course, I feel that, you know, if you have that, it's like that's how, that high level of meditation, right? If you've right. reached that, you can do so many different things. For me personally, I think that for every woman, it's a journey. Just being pregnant for me is a killer. Um, so for some women, if they've had such a magical pregnancy and they're running around and not throwing up every day like me every second, um, I commend them on doing the natural thing or the home birth. I think it looks very cool um, for some people. Now, you know, the, the problem with me is I guess I'm one of those people that have kind of like, oh, that's really cool, but then that's kind of like I really don't want to sit in a pool of you know, after birth, after my babies come out, you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't fit with me well, like the water births. I think it looks cool. Um, but I like to have that safety net that if something goes wrong, I have traditional medicine. And because I have so many different issues sometimes for me personally, it won't work, but I commend women that are as adventurous as that, <laughs> you know I mean? Cause yeah, back, I, yeah. back in the day, they didn't have all this stuff. So no, you know, no. power to them. But for me personally, I mean, there was a lot of women back in the day that actually lost their life because they had to do that natural stuff. Um, right. So if you have a, an easy pregnancy and everything seems good, I mean, I go for it. For me, though, <laughs> no. Yeah, and I, and I think that's the thing. I think, again, all of these things are choices and they shouldn't be argued upon and it shouldn't be debated. They're choices that people should have the right to make. Back in the day, I, I, I am very natural. I love being natural. I love holistic things. But I'm sorry. When, I, when it comes to having a baby, give me a pain pill. It was hard. I don't want to have a natural birth. I don't find that. For me, yes, I looked like I was going through the process very smoothly. But inside my body, I was dying in pain. So for me, no. Um, but I agree. If, it's, if you want to do it, it's fine. But for me, uh, I don't. I don't think I want to do it. Right. And, then the yeah. last, and the last topic is, and we only have a few more minutes and we're going to close up, but um, babies back-to-back. Um, people have a big debate about having babies too soon, and um, I'm not sure. Jay, what do you think about having babies back-to-back? Wait, you space yours all out. Well, you know, um, to each its own. For me, it worked out really well. I, maybe I just got an itch every couple of years, but I liked the space because I got to enjoy each stage a little bit more. Um, because I feel like when people have them back to back, it may be nice that they all grow up, I guess, together. But for mine, like I'm enjoying right now, you know, a preteen and then I'm enjoying a, an elementary and then I'm enjoying a, you know, not toddler, but just a little boy. So it's kind of, it's nice for me. Um, personally, I wouldn't have wanted to have them back to back because I think that, that makes it would have made me more tired. Um, but, um, yeah, that's, I think again, it's like one of those, 
personal choices, uh, you know, I feel that you do, it's good to give your body a bit of a, I, I know that for me personally, after having a baby, it took about two years for me to start feeling like myself again. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that, you know, it, it d just depends on the mom, her circumstances, how she wants to enjoy it, what's her agenda. You know, there's right. a whole lot of things that to consider. Um, but again, I think these are all issues that we face as women, um, as fathers, you know, as parents. And I think it takes a lot of another topic, you know, building the relationship in the family. It's discussing how you would approach these things probably prior to having it happen. Uh, so you'll know and you'll be able to understand. But don't, you know, kill other people or t not kill, but, you know, like talk about other people because they decide to do something you don't agree on because for their lifestyle, for their life, it probably works. So those are the hot topics in parenting. Those are uh, things that we were going to discuss today. And yes. we only have about five minutes, so I wanted to make sure I get some time to give a thought out. Uh, we, all, it, we always end, um, we start with a mindful check, seeing how we as partners in business and we as a mother and daughter and we as human beings feel this day and when we start off the show, we also end uh, asking and leaving a meditative thought or word to focus on for the rest of the week so that people can feel better and more empowered about themselves. Right. So, um, as we think about that, I always let my intuitive uh, prophetess, Jay, uh, tell me what she thinks would be a good thing for us to think about and, and meditate through the rest of the week on. Well, you know, for me today, because we were talking about that of parenting, I feel that one quality thing in all parenting, one thing that we could all live by is having patience and embracing patience, especially when raising a child. You know, there there's so many different things that we have when we're dealing with children and in life in general. So if you embrace patience and and live with patience in mind, I feel that you will be a better parent. You'll be a better person. So t this week while you're around, or even today, later on today, while you're by yourself and you're thinking about how you're living your life, how are you embracing patience in your daily activities? So that's a really good one. So I think, yes, I think we need to just think about that through the week and just get some time to just take a time out. Uh, I, I always say, you know, now I, I didn't understand the term timeout when it comes to children, but a mental timeout for, for adults is what we need as well, right? We need time to have quiet time, quieting our mind, listening to our hearts, listening to our breath, listening listening to things that come in in our head and processing them a little bit better. And take this thought for the week that Jay left us and, start, and just think about it. You know, patience. How are you going to apply more patience to your child? How are you going to apply more patience to others? Thank you for joining us today at the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. We, we are just thrilled to have you as our listening audience. Uh, be sure to go to our website. Jay, give them the website information. Yes, you guys, you can always find us at www.strategicladies.com. Again, that's www.strategicladies.com. Or you can always write us at write, W-R-I-T-E, the number two at strategicladies.com. Again, that's W-R-I-T-E. The number two at strategicladies.com. We'd love to hear any questions, concerns, ideas for shows, and, and just to hear from you guys and, and all. 
Thank you so much for joining us, and have a great rest of your week. See you next week. Yes. Bye. Strategic Learning.